We've been filling you in that, you know, we're almost two months into the school year, and we just learned that my daughter and her classmates, um, through a letter that was in a book bag, are all going to be starting over in a brand new classroom with a brand new teacher. And, you know, it was shocking because I don't, it just kind of happened. And even the teacher himself had no idea that this whole brand new transition was going to be happening. We do have, I believe, Amanda, who I think is a teacher on the phone, maybe shed some light, I guess, on what's going on. I'm a teacher in Guilford County Schools, and we know that we're hired by the district for better or worse. And I actually travel to a ton of schools. And one school I go to, for example, has 24 kids in all their kindergartens. Mm-hmm. And the law is they're supposed to have 18 or less. And so we don't have enough teachers. We know this. And so we know that they just move them as it is needed. And so unfortunately for your daughter, it's, you know, not good and not great. Mm-hmm. But these 24 kindergartners in classes, they really need another why, teacher why at their wait? school. Why did they wait so late? How do they not know? Mm-hmm. There's not this mass exodus. So they do, or- yeah, they do a 10-day count for attendance. And then they do a 20-day count at certain schools that have um, a lot of, like, movement, uh, I don't know, you know, people moving in and out constantly. I know at my son's school, which I know I'm near Katie, but at a different elementary school, um, they were still getting kids enrolling the first week of school. And my son's class, his kindergarten class, got another student just a week and a half ago. So as that happens and things kind of settle and shake out, they look at the 10-day attendance count, and then they'll look at a 20-day attendance count and then move those teachers as needed. Well, and so you were mentioning kindergarten. Even though my daughter is in third grade, would her teacher then be reassigned to go teach kindergarten? I mean, is that part of your deal? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Unfortunately for mm. Yeah, well, when you're certified, like your elementary teachers, mm-hmm. most of them are certified K through 6. And so they'll move them as needed. I mean, obviously schools help out. Well, Amanda, yeah. what's interesting about this, and I know it gets anecdotal at best, but I think we're all talking here. You know, I went, you know, K through 12 in this, actually in Guilford County mm-hmm. Schools. Mm-hmm. This never happened one time. It never happened one time. And if it yeah. did, it would probably... It, it was maybe a teacher was that might have left because she was... Something like, was happening at home or, or, yeah. But there was never like... Oh, we don't have enough, so we're going to switch these. It never happened once. Never happened once at my kid's school. Mm-hmm. That is a good it's point. Sick. It, 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 it seems, seems brand new to me. It's so, like something's, not, something's off here. Well, part of that is the caps that got put in place uh, after you and I were in school, but there are caps in place for K through 2 class sizes. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a couple of years ago, there used to be caps for all the way up to 5th grade, and actually I think up to 8th. And a couple of years ago, the state dropped the cap numbers for third through fifth. And so when they look at numbers, I mean, they don't want 40 third graders. We know that. But they try to make it so it works while still being in compliance for those K through two ages. Mm-hmm. All right, and, oh. I mean, we, we're short on teachers. Everywhere. We know this. So well, that's probably causing a more of an issue, Katie, on that aspect. It could because be. if they're so short, like she said, with the law or the policy or I don't know. Is it a law or a policy with the, the kindergarten? Um, I, I think it technically is the state policy. Okay, so mm-hmm. and they probably had they, they probably had extra teachers before we don't have it didn't happen as much, but now they're desperate right. to have somebody move over to another classroom because they don't have enough by this policy or law. 
Yeah, I just, you know. It just seems late. It, it seems late, and it, it does feel because it is happening to us. And, and look, I get it. You know, people say, well, big deal. She's not moving schools. And uh, by the way, if you're just joining us, we got a letter in my daughter's book bag. She's in the third grade. We got a letter in her book bag just yesterday saying that effective immediately, her teacher will be reassigned somewhere else within the school district, and my daughter's classroom will be broken up and amongst the other third grade classes so everything that she's known from the beginning of the school year is now over and she's mm-hmm. she's basically starting over she doesn't new she knows friends, some of these kids you some, know but yeah that's a big deal but she, it's your you know everything that you've been doing for the past almost two months then is what about the progress reports what about the fact that she did her beginning of grade testing it's like those things stay in place but we're already so far you get into to a, the school you get into year. a teaching style with your teachers get into your routine and you have your field trips planned and you know doing different games that you love love this teacher and we love this teacher and it seems to me that he applied i i don't know how many schools but he chose our school even bringing in his own children to come here and it's like a total upheaval i think that the lack of teachers is creating a big problem and i know that we do have a lack of teachers I know. should know that when the school year starts. Oh, we should know that. And then also, I have heard from teaching friends, they can't get a job anywhere. Right. That, so yeah, it's, it's like, which, which, what, is which is it? Deborah, she, you uh, are a Guilford County School rep for District 3? Uh, no, sir, for District 5. Okay. I'm oh, the yeah, elected uh, representative for District 5. Oh, yes. you know what that means. Katie is correct. Yeah, Katie is correct. Michael Logan is the representative for District 3. Yes. So can you give some insight here? Um, yes, and to just to kind of piggyback on what uh, the teacher called earlier said, there are a couple little details that are different. Um, since uh, the advent of charter schools and the way that changed our budgeting, we actually do a 20-day count and an official 40-day count that we turn into the state. The state did mandate class sizes from K through 3, but they didn't fund them. So we had to break the classes down into smaller sizes, but they didn't give us any additional money for teacher uh, pay or anything of that nature when they did that. So it made it very difficult for the district. And so, yes, what happens is if we have another school that gets class sizes too large, we are required by the state law to ensure that those classes are broken into the appropriate sizes and the teacher is moved to that area. Um, and it, it can be very difficult to do. <laughs> yeah. And is this a newer uh, state law? Is this taking effect recently or, or last year or two or what? No, I know it's been in effect since I've been in office since 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe fairly recent. We're not sure. And my wife texted me just Thank now. Thank you, Deborah. Yes. Does that rule change if they have a teacher assistant? Meaning if they're at 24 and they're overboard, but the teacher has an assistant, mm-hmm. then is it okay? Yes, because it's a difference in personnel. Teachers are licensed and teachers' assistants are classified. So they don't, uh, it's, it's a difference in levels of education. You have to have so many licensed teachers per student. Okay, that makes sense. So this is not wow. going to, like, our, even though we're voicing our opinions and, and voicing our concerns, what's best for yeah, the child, it's not, not going to work. It's nothing's going to change. Do. Let's start a march. Well, that's that's not necessarily true um, because the thing is you got to put it in the right direction. Um, Dr. Oakley does a fabulous job communicating with our representatives at the state level, but ultimately they're the ones that have made these decisions that force these changes, and they are also the ones who are in control of teacher pay, and the last budget is horrid for teacher pay. So um, where you really need to go is to talk to your um, state representatives in our Senate and our House. 
Yeah, it, go, it goes beyond, yeah. Yeah. It goes beyond the, uh, see, she just said, she yeah, said yeah. the governor. I Cooper. did. And ironically, he, the, he stands, I, be Absolutely I believe, for, for better, teachers. Yes. I bet that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It Even does when not we, happen. We, had, we had a a governor here, Beverly Purdue, who was a teacher and never gave teacher raises. Right, right. Which is like, yeah. that's insane to me. Mm-hmm. And anyway. on top of everything, thinking about it, the education lottery, we've had multiple billion dollar yeah. jackpots. <laughs> Good point. How do we not have money to pay teachers? It makes no sense. Good squid, it's the best point you've ever made in your whole life. I can Thank tell you why. I can tell you why, Squid. Not to get political and it's nothing against Biden. But and it's not. It's okay. not. It's nothing. What ends up happening is now they have an influx of money for education. So the original amount that they were spending on education now gets directed somewhere else because the education lottery is taking care of that that budget. So that goes somewhere. They should else. say they should say education lottery. Maybe. Maybe. Or an additional. It should be on top of what's already supplied.